going on, people? This is live after hours in the man cave with your host Terry Wiggs. There you go, host Mark Kane. Go, host Mark Man, first and foremost, game two, Eastern Conference semifinals: the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. As this game unfolded, Giannis after game one, he's going to come and do his effing job. He's putting the team on his shoulders. He's going to will his team to victory. He did deliver, and he backed his words up with a huge win. Everybody got off early. I thought Eric Blesso set the tone early, getting players involved in the game with his passing and pretty much being more aggressive on the offensive end, too, on his scoring part. So it's, it's, it's good to see Eric Blesso scoring on the offensive end in the playoffs. You know, he do have games. He can have one good game throughout the series and then just fade away and disappear to our right. scenery. So oblivious. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, so, that's what he does. When he's out there on the floor getting the other teammates involved, I thought Chris Middleton, remember I keep saying, even though Michael Red is retired and Chris Middleton is the remix. Like, how did he say he invented the remix? Right. He is the remake. Right. Michael Red, reincarnation. They both were the same number, 22. I wore 22 when I played basketball, too. But some of them guys who wore 22 when they can shoot the ball, man. You know, the Clyde Dressler's, myself. <laughs> you know, I'm not a professional. But I right, consider myself right, a professional right. shooter. Because everybody knows it's lethal. But, um, <laughs> okay. But all honesty, though. When you got Chris Milton hit seven, hit seven threes in the playoff game to set that tone, I thought it was, I thought it was huge, man. I ain't gonna lie, I thought it was huge. To get stuff from everybody else, man, was Giannis. Man, there's nothing to say about that guy. Like, what guy said he's ready to play basketball and put the team on his back and will his team to victory? It gets a good defensive right, he ball. Just, the- he just uh, wasn't gonna be denied that game. You know, like the first game one, he was a. Uh, he was letting the, di- the defense dictate what he could and could not do. He started getting frustrated. Game two, uh, yeah, he wasn't going for it. He even uh, did a three. He even shot a three, made it, and did the, the stuff shimmy. He turned the show right. shovel stuff. <laughs> we, we are, you already said if he add a three-pointer, a three-point shot to his game, he'd probably be the best player like, in the world. Like, yes, overleaping LeBron. Everybody, yes. LeBron's not in the playoffs because they, now they almost say LeBron's the best player in the world because he's in the playoffs. I was saying the same thing, too, because if you're the best, no matter what, you, what type of team you have, you get a real team to victory to get him into the playoffs. And LeBron could did that. I just thought they took some games off. He found some way to get his two weeks vacation in, in the middle of the season. And luckily, he ended up in a growing injury. Um, but we're not going to talk about that guy, LeBron. We're going to say some other time for that when that time comes. But, but when you look at the people who helped and stepped up to get this win, like I said, Chris Middleton had 28.7 boards, Marcus. He was 10th and 18th from the field. He was shooting 55%. I mean, he couldn't miss. So, when you take the right. game, he was shooting 70% from the three-point line. So, he was 7 10 from the three-point line. So, when you hop behind that arc, man, you hard to stop. And not to mention, and not to mention, Eric Blesso, like I said, 21 points, five assists, and two if, when you got Eric Blesso getting two blocks, man, it's a problem. What is he doing with two blocks? <laughs> he, he's, I don't know what he's doing. I'm trying to figure out who he blocked. I know, I remember reading a stat sheet and seeing that, like, oh, okay. 
I, I don't think it, I don't think he got uh, Ky, uh Kyrie. I think it may have been um uh Jalen Brown. Like, I think he climbed Jalen Brown one time. <laughs> but either way, he, he should be having two blocks, like you said. Not against a team where everybody is at least six foot plus. But number two, I did like to see though. Uh, at least Tony Snell can play five minutes. He's probably pretty much in garbage time. He gave you three points. But if Boston, I mean not Boston, if Milwaukee want to win, I got to see other guys up to the plate. Tony Snell, Tim Frazier, DJ Wilson, Sterling Brown. Uh oh, Marcus, you know I got to do it. You know what time it is. Donut. <laughs> you got a donut guy. <laughs> we got a donut guy. <laughs> you know, this wasn't a. Uh, I ain't gonna say. Well, I said this ain't a. This ain't. This not a chocolate donut. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a glaze. This is a plain donut. They ain't even turned to a donut yet. It's just dough. It's in the refrigerator to keep it to keep it moist and put it in, in the oven. That was that donut. Twelve minutes. Twelve minutes and fifty four seconds of basketball. They give you anything. Only thing he gave you was two rebounds. And it says, well, you 0 for 3. So you got to get more shots up if you want to be productive on this type of level. Like Sterling Brown, he went from the starting lineup as one of these in the series, from last series, and now he's on the bench. The Hokey, I think if Boston want to, not Boston, if Milwaukee want to win this, I believe Malcolm Brogdon come back game three. So. Uh, oh, okay. That's going to make it interesting. <laughs> because you get that, now John's going to get his shooters. So Boston got to play a little bit more better defense. Now they got to guard the perimeter. So now you got to guard the perimeter on Malcolm Brogdon and Chris Milton. Guess what that does? That's open up the lane for you okay. know who. John is out the Kumbo. Just dive into the hoop. I thought Wisney played pretty good too off the bench though. Pat Connington. I take his. I take the five points. But the one thing I love though, a six-four swing man comes off the bench and gets you eleven rebounds and three assists. Right. He'd be out there hustling. Right. He's on the boards. I'm going to say I got a nugget out there. You remember the, the one guy the Lakers had? Maybe it was when they championship. He, he goes by the name of Mad Dog Mark Matson. That's what he reminds okay. me of. Okay. <laughs> getting his nose dirty. Yep. Getting dirty. Driving rebounds. And setting the tone. You just need some people to sacrifice. I know we always talk about scoring. But if you're not going to score, make it show in other ways. Show that I can rebound. Now you can't like you can't be like a Sterling Brown getting you 12 minutes. You only get two rebounds and assists. That's not, yeah, you contributing, but you're not going like, to look at what Pat Connaughton did. In almost 30 and 30, 30 minutes of basketball, he gave you five points, 11 boards, and three assists. That is good. I mean, he's taking them off the glass, either to get a defensive rebound or offensive rebound, keeping the plays alive for for his team. Brooke Lopez, 10 points, four rebounds. I need more for him. He's, he, when you're looking at Brooke Lopez, what is he? He's seven feet tall. And he's 270. So right. he needs he need to own, he, he need to be in the paint. I don't need 10 points. I need him in the paint giving me at least 17, 17 points. Make Al Horford work, which they did, but he still got to make him work. He's, you know what? He's around a three, on a three ball too much, too, as well. But, he is heavily reliant on it. It's like I remember in Brooklyn, uh, Lopez used to just park, camp in the paint. You know, he'd give you the over the right shoulder, over the left shoulder, hook shot, jump shot, 
No, it's like a surprise seeing him in the paint. Like, oh, he in the paint. Something's wrong. Because <laughs> all he do is shoot threes now. Like, that's his whole – like, they turned him into a, a three-point center, which right. never existed before him, which is – he can right. be ashamed sometimes. You can give him a shoot threes um, his first five seasons in the league. Period. Now, as we go to these Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum, two games in the road, Marcus, he's averaging what? And two buys, the two games combined, he's what? Got nine points. Game one, four points. Mm-hmm. Boston squeak out with a win. Game two, he scored five points, and Milwaukee gets the win. When you see Jason Tatum take, going two for 10, shooting 20%, and, and game two, then you go to game one and see what he did in game one. Like I said, he gave you four points in game one, and he go two for seven, shooting 28%. I am trying to figure out. He got to do better than that. With Jason Tatum. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of weird because, you know, that first series he uh, – he was just starting to look like how he looked last playoffs, you know, just attacking, you know, getting that mid-range going. He had uh, the three ball falling for And out of game one, I thought it was just a fluke, like, oh, he going to bounce back game two. Game two was really no improvement. You know, I, don't, I think they're probably going to have to uh, run some sets early for him and get him going early. Because if he get another game like this one, uh-huh. it's – Eventually, gonna start affecting his confidence, and he he's just gonna be a shell of himself. So they're gonna have to do something to get him going, you know. Because they really, if Brogdon coming back, Giannis is not gonna be denied. He just made it up and said he ain't gonna be denied. They're gonna need some production from Jason Tatum, right? More than just four, four, what nine points or four? How many total points he got on the series so far? Nine points, four in game one and five in game two. Now, but we know they got they know they won a game on the road, which is uh, fine and dandy. But are you looking at when you're looking at Marcus Morris, seventeen points and seven rebounds, it's okay, it's cool. Al Horford give you fifteen to eight. Jalen Brown, what well, is it is it looking like Jalen Brown is delivering now in the playoffs? Now, Justin Taylor is going into the Jalen Brown phase. You know what I'm saying? Fading away. Like I said, Jalen Brown gave you 16.6 rebounds in 33 minutes. Then you look at Kyrie Irving, just the guy I'm talking about, their team leader. Nine points, five rebounds, four assists, shooting four for 18. Dude was shooting 22%. That's not going to win you games when you want to play like that. You're looking at where this team, took, this team took 28 three-pointers and only made 10, 35%. So they're definitely relying heavy, heavy on the three-point ball in the playoffs. But it's not just them. It's all the teams that I've been watching so far in these playoffs. They're shooting the three ball in the high clip. Like I keep saying, the 15-footer is the lost art of the game. You can't hit that three, man. Step in. Step in the footer, two. Hit that 17 to 18-foot foot mid-range. We know you got it. We see y'all on TV practicing hitting the shot all day long, shooting for money. So why not, when it really matters, think about shooting for money. Make it, cash it in. But other people need to step up. They want to win. Like, Terry Rozier off the bench didn't have a bad game. It's pretty solid. Nine points, eight, eight rebounds. But 
Gordon Hayward give you 30 minutes of basketball, three three assists and five points. Not going to cut it. Aaron Baines off the bench, four points, one rebound. Not going to cut it. But Kyrie, if they want to win, Kyrie Irving had to give you 20 plus. Simple, simple as that. Kyrie had to give you 20. Kyrie, if they want to win tonight in Boston, Kyrie got to set the tone with 25 points and seven assists and maybe three steals. That's the way they lead with Kyrie. Like I said, Kyrie Jersey went untucked. He wasn't that superhero that we thought he was. Man, he ain't, he ain't brought him out yet. Untucked Tyree, Kyrie. <sighs> yeah, well, I was saying about uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they switched roles so far in this round of playoffs. At first, in the first round, Jason Tatum was getting off. Now you go to the second round is Jalen Brown. Now, if you get two of them guys yeah. on the same page, if you get both of them guys on the same page, it's totally different. And I feel like they can make that team go to hunt. But when, you, when they both play Jack or Mr. Hyde, yeah. teams on the same page. I think since Gordon Hayward came back from injury, I just, to me personally, I feel like they haven't found a place with Jalen Brown. Just because, what's his name, Gordon Hayward, is a Brad Stevens guy. So people don't look at it in that type of formality. That's how I see it. You got a coach. Yeah, like this guy, he, he just looking out. Well, not should say just, but he looking out for uh, Gordon Hayward. Like he giving him more than a benefit of the doubt. He's right. trying to make sure he's all the way right. All right, but when he's not, when he's not on though, why play somebody that's not on for 30 minutes? You got somebody else that's talented and that can play way more defense that's, that's going to play. Because me, me, while I'm watching Gordon Hayward, he gives you glimpses that he can play, but he then he shut up himself too. I think he still hasn't fully got over. It's a mind thing. He hasn't still fully got over that injury that happened. So if we can flush out his mind, if we can see the Gordon Hayward or the Utah Jazz, then it can be a, then it can be a problem. But if you ask me, I think that Gordon Hayward is long gone away. I think he's gonna just gonna be that guy now. He's gonna give you 15 points in a game. Then 10 day, 10 games later, he's gonna give you 20. Then he's gonna disappear, from oblivious, then come back and give you the 20 <laughs> point game. He's gonna be that guy. I think he's not playing the same to me. He's still playing very timid. Like I said, it's a mental thing. If you think you're gonna get injured, you're gonna become injury prone. Once he flushes out his mind, he will be straight. He got the potential, but he's not playing up to the potential. Oh. Like you said, it's all it's all in his head, between the ears, as they say. You know, because right. there's mom, this series, he's been uh more like Utah, uh, Gordon Hayward. Mm-hmm. But you can tell it's still sometimes where like he can explode and maybe finish, you know, at the rim or over somebody. He just he hesitant about it, like he don't. And right. that's when he need to be either subbed out. <laughs> Or, you know, switch. He, he need to change, you know, where the his positioning on the court so he's not putting himself in that many predicaments, even though it's basketball. Like, that's what the whole point of the game is, getting, getting the ball in the hoop. And if you can finish with, you know, authority strength, do that. So it, it's like he, he hold them back sometimes, and then sometimes he give them a spark. Like, dang, they can be Warriors level good if he's clicking in, or so is Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, though. All right. So look, we would go to the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors. Man, James Harden 
everybody, you see, one thing I didn't like, he got poked in his eye, was bleeding. <laughs> so it's something going around on social media. It got up Andrew Bogut making fun of, of James Harden getting poked in his eye, talking about he's flopping. I said, how you get, how you going to flop and the inside of your eyes bleeding? It didn't just happen mysteriously. This hey, is what, you can't this, fake this is, that. You can't fake that. This is the second year in the row that Draymond did. He did to LeBron James in the NBA Finals. That's, like, tr- that's Dray- true. That's a good point. That's true. This is like a, a habitual offense now. You know, Draymond is the antagonizer. He's the imposer. He's their guts. He won't, he's their muscle on the front line. If they need to stop, and he, and he, he need to, if, if the team is like off like a days ago, Draymond Green will go out there and get a technical foul and, and, and route his team up. The team feeds off him. Point blank, period. So does. And, people, and you know, he, they say he had to lose 20. He, got, he lost 20 pounds to get back into playing shape again. I already thought, how you, how you 20 pounds overweight? You play the position during that the all the time. During the right. season. <laughs> how you do that? <laughs> like you play, that's an 82-game season. How is he uh, 20 pounds overweight consistently? Right. I mean, after the games, he just still yeah, there. Just, I mean, eating anything. Right. I mean, Kevin Durant played a good, a good game. Like, Steph Curry, this is a dial of energy in that game. Steph Curry to, to dislocate a middle finger. And you Did you see the picture of that? Man, that was nasty looking. His like it was, it was like it was on stairs or something. Like his fingers, like like he put a glove on the stairs. That's how that's how it looked. I mean, man, I try Houston. You got to get a win at home tonight, man. You have to. You guys in trouble. Y'all down 0-2. This is this is the same Houston Rocket team that wanted the Golden State Warriors. Clint Capella said it. When they won that first round, this we've been waiting for the whole season. We want to play the Golden State Warriors. We want to be the defending champs. Do what's that saying? Your, your grandparents always say, "Be careful what you wish for." Yeah, right. Because right now, y'all wish, y'all wish has y'all, come, is coming to true. Right, it's right in before your eyes. <laughs> this is not a Sweet Sixteen birthday cake. They said, "Blow the candles out." We got sixteen games to go to get to the NBA Finals. Right now. Y'all can't even blow the candles out on the first sixteen on the on the first sixteen candles. Like, what you guys gonna do? I mean, Eric Gordon gave you fifteen. PJ Tucker gave you thirteen and ten. Cause last game he had he was a donut guy. He's a donut uh, guy, right? Clint he must have heard you. Like, nah, I got you on the board. <laughs> he must have heard me. Look, Clint Capella had fourteen to ten, right? He's scared to shoot the ball. He's not playing like Clint Capella of the of the old. James Harden doing Jack man, man, kudos to James Harden. Still going to score 34 points. I mean, 20, 29 points, but excuse me. 29 points. And barely can see. Right. Daniel House, you're looking at Austin Rivers. 14 yeah. points. But I'm not going to lie, though. We got a, uh, we got, we got, we got, how many donut guys we got? We had one last game. Who, who was that? This is. You know, you go to the dollar store and say you, get four, you can get four donuts for two dollars. We got four yep. dollar guys. My God, Daniel Howard Jr. not giving us nothing right now in the playoffs. Five minutes, and he's a rotation guy off the bench, straight across the board, all zeros. My goodness, 
Five minutes, all zeros. Yeah. Oh, no, Shump, Shump. finals. Champion. Shump. Cleveland Zero points. Zero assists. Zero steals. You can't win like that. Um, the minimal zero points in five minutes with one rebound. Nay, nay, four minutes, zero points with one rebound. But this is the team that wants to go to State Warriors. You cannot lay eggs like this. And the reason I'm saying you cannot lay eggs like this, Easter is over. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Messiah has risen. It's over with, bro. Right. Easter <laughs> the is, is gone. Golden State, the Golden State Warriors made them lay eggs, and guess what? The Houston Rockets still trying to color their eggs right now. The Golden State Warriors, the big crack, them eggs open and about to eat the yolk out of y'all. It's over. It's over. This series over. Houston, Houston I mean, I, y'all got a problem. I think some they, of this is Dan Tony, like because you know you say you listen to those guys, like they playing four or five minutes, like just don't play them at all. all right, Clint, Clint Capella, he's been. Pretty much taken out to see, like, not effective. They're not letting him do what he normally does, which is a uh, right. rebound, run the floor, you know, get tip ins. You know, the typical what the typical center in the NBA now do. Since That's he ain't doing that, basketball. right? Mm-hmm. And they can't, like, he can't switch out on nobody. It's just like seems like it's not good for him to be out there. So he's gonna, D'Antoni got to, you know, start maybe another guard, maybe Austin Rivers, maybe, uh, who else comes off the bench uh, from a sound? Can't think of his Gerald name. Green. You got Gerald, Gerald Green. Green. Like you got to put maybe put one of those guys in a rotation starting out the game, and then bleeding Trent Capella and Amanable later. Yeah, but if they I don't would, get established, they just like not effective would, in the game at all. I would definitely put uh, Austin Rivers in the starting lineup so he could just guard Steph and rough him up. And, and make make them think about that finger because we know Steph not gonna take that many shots tonight. That finger dislocated. It's gonna play. It's gonna affect this shot from here on out. They go to the NBA Finals, so that could be a big a big piece that they may need. They may miss. Like I said, we need to talk about the Warriors, man. Kevin Durant, man, outstanding. Do you consider him the best player in the world as of right now? Right now, he sure is playing like it. Like yeah. since since that forty five was it forty five point L. To the Clippers, mm-hmm. well, actually, that game, he was establishing himself. Like, look, if y'all don't get it together, y'all can. I'm putting the team on my back, pretty much, and I'm taking over, and nobody can guard me. And that's how he's been playing. Like, no matter who's on him, what they can go, they could have played. Uh, who was he's been playing? Utah. They could have played them. I don't think it, he would still have the same level of, of a attack and aggression that he's been having since that game where they lost to uh, the Clippers. What, I knew I knew the series was going to take fold once I seen the Golden State Warriors go back to the Hampton Five lineup. <laughs> I started laughing. They went to the Hampton Five. Draymond went from the three straight to the center spot. When he, at center, he outplayed Clint Capella. He had 15 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals. I mean, and he's, he was 6 for 10 from the field. When Draymond Green's only after missing four shots, you in trouble. You in trouble. That's my favorite word. If I always he, say you in trouble. You got to be. If Draymond scored, he definitely in trouble. He probably, it's probably, the trouble is probably coming and gone already if he's scoring. Right. You say he only missed four Iggy. shots. Four shots. Iggy with the most dunks in the playoffs that since he's like 40 years old. Yeah, Iggy's ridiculous. still crashing threes in. And you know, 
I feel like he was underrated anyway. He was because he this this is it's crazy how people just not getting up nose to him just in Golden State. But he been putting these crazy numbers ever since he been playing with the other guy named AI, Allen Iris in the Philadelphia. He was he was he was playing with AI. His first two seasons, he was he was walking on territory a triple doubles almost every other game. I, I kid you not, he always had the game. He just with a team that can give him more options and better looks to make him play his game, make him more comfortable in his role. But when he can give you like sixteen points, players. right? When he's giving you sixteen points, five rebounds and four assists and thirty two minutes to go with the steal in the block, and he only missed three shots. You in trouble there? You don't go beat no team that's missing when they, they got two guys on the team missing three and four shots. Then you're looking at Clay Thompson had 21 points. He was 8 for 18. Shoot. All these guys are shooting no more better than 40%. Only person that had the worst shooting percentage on the team in the starting five was Steph Curry. But yes, like I said, he had the dislocated middle finger on his nine shooting hand. 20 points. And he still gave you five assists. And he still got two steals in the block. So you, he gave you a block with a, with, a, with a broken finger. Like I said, Kevin Durant's playing all world. But this bench, I'm very skeptical about. You got Anthony... You got Alfonso McKinney, gave you nine minutes, gave you two points and three boards. Kevon Looney is lost right now. He hasn't played he hasn't <laughs> playoff so far. I'm talking about the first round. It hasn't been good. You got Jonas DeBrecco, nah. who might be the guy who's going to stay in certain Toronto more to give you more looks. But Sean Livingston and Sean Livingston, I think he's peaking out. I, I, I want to see more for Jordan Bell and Quinn Cook when they get out there. You know, they didn't play due to a coach's decision. This team... This is going to stay Warriors team. I think they click them when they put that lineup in. When they put that Hampton Fire lineup in, which I mean the, the fast-paced basketball team, the small lineup, which I, me, I'll call it right. the death lineup. The death. Because they yeah. can guard anybody, and, they can, and all the players can get hot at any given time. And the X factor is only Draymond Green. What can he do? Then we're not worried about the KDs, the Stephs, and Curry. They're going to do what they're going to do. Yeah, it's about Dray- Draymond Green. That's what make that lineup so deadly. Right, but I do want to talk about this game that came on last night, the Portland Trailblazers and the Denver Nuggets. Now, who would have thought that the Portland Trailblazers would beat the Denver Nuggets? You got C.J. McCullough going 8 for 20. You got Damian Lillard going for 5 for 17, and they still squeaked the win out, 97-90 over Denver. I, I, this, this is a real old-school game. This is real old-school. <laughs> right. It was just a, a lot of uh, tussling. Um, Enos Cantor got into it. Uh, was it Craig um, from Denver broke his nose? Crap, yeah. It, I mean, it was just like a real '90s basketball game. It was just, just real grinded out, defensive minded. Uh, just total night and day from game one. Game one, everybody was just scoring. It was up and down game. This game was grinded out, slow pace. But one thing I noticed was Portland. They uh, ball movement had energy again. You know, they was just swinging that ball around. Even though the shots wasn't falling, they was getting a lot of good looks. So and I felt like if they kept doing that throughout the game, they would eventually squeak it out and win. Um, because even though Denver was kind of taking advantage of that, you know, they had the better big man. You know, I right. think they was like they destroyed Portland in rebounds and still lost. I don't know how that happened, but right. they wasn't scoring in the paint like they should be. Like this is the perfect time to. Uh, like, Jokic had 37 in that game. He should have had 37 in this game. This game was more suited for big men. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. This is how they won. I said, if they want to win, you got to get certain players to step up. The Chief, Afro Aminu. Gave you, 
11 points, 10 rebounds. I said, that's the way they're going to win. I said, other guys got to step up. Even though he shot three for nine from the field, a terrible 33%, I mean, they still got to win. He was still his, – his stats say he was out there playing. Mo Harkless still doing Mo Harkless thing. He's still not giving you what he needs, but he's still getting the benefit of the doubt that he can still play the five points, four rebounds, an assist in the, in the steals, and ain't bad. And his Kettner's still playing playing pretty solid. Though. 15 and 9, I take that, and two steals in the block. CJ McCullum with six boards and six dimes and 20 points in 41 minutes, but Damian Lillard with 14 points, four rebounds, and four assists. But the guys who definitely did step up, Zach Collins, off the bench to give you 10 and 6. Rodney Mr. Hood. Rodney, Rodney Hood. Hood. I think I'd be getting upset now. This is the second game. Like, if we had one of these two games in the finals last year, who knows? I'm like, yeah. where, where was this Rodney? Where was he? Rodney Hood. Rodney Dow, the Portland Trailblazers. They get the fight. He breaking fights up. Right. I mean, I'm trying to start. Where was this at when you was playing for, when you had a, uh, the rights to get an NBA championship ring? No emotion. I think he was still sad that he probably got traded from Utah to Cleveland because I feel like in last we played for Utah two seasons uh, I mean two seasons ago that he actually showed up. Rodney Hill was showing up, so that could be some bitterness towards that trade right there. I mean, this Rodney Hood, I, I mean, we, we, remember we not even talk about CJ and Damian Lillard. We talk about Rodney Hood from Duke, the six seven <laughs> swing man. Off right. the bench, giving you 15 points. Oh, he he after a bucket. I mean, I mean, I think I, I the most upset I was is like there was I think it was like fourth quarter. Uh, Portland was up like seven. Uh, I think Denver just had came down, shot a three. They they, right. they brought it down to seven. Dame go to the hole. I don't know how he got the pass. So passes to Rodney Hood in the short corner. And I'm, in my head, I'm thinking, this Cleveland Cavaliers running hood, he about to miss that. Right. He about to blow it. He shoot Cash. it and hits it. Cash. I'm like, whoa. Nothing but I'm, like, I'm about to turn TV but... off. I'm going to turn TV oh off. <laughs> I mean, Rodney Hood. But they're going back on to Portland. We know that's a tough environment to play. I don't know why he calling the Rose Garden. I think it's called the Moda Center, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But when Damian Lillard and C.J. McCullough go back home, I don't expect them to have a 14, 20-point game. These, both of these guys may go for 25-plus and may get to win at home on their floor. They got to win a game on their floor. to make this. Is, it's a series now, but now can yep. Denver go to go to Portland and get to win on the floor? Like you said, Torrey Craig with a broken nose with seven points, four rebounds. Paul Millsap still playing good, 14-11, with two blocks and his two steals. Right. I look at it like you said, Nikolai Jokic, he gave me 16 points, 14 rebounds, and seven assists. Like this, like you said, Marcus, this should have been a game he get. He should have had thirty with the win right. because the game was right there for taking. I've noticed every time that Denver was trying to make a move and cut the lead down, here come the here come my zebras. Here they come, <laughs> blowing that whistle. The I zebra mean, game. I mean, it's like almost like the referees trying to force games fives, I mean game sixes and sevens. To me, the way the referees been on referee. Like I said, kudos to the players for not complaining, but. Gary Harris, 12 points, three rebounds. Jamal Murray, 15-7, out there living on the bad leg. If, if Malik Beasley can if follow this up, because I feel like he's going to get more playing time since Torrey Craig with the nose is kind of sensitive, I think Malik Beasley can, can be an X factor to what's going on. So I think, uh, yeah, they definitely going to need more from Beasley. And uh, I think Craig, 
the type of fight he showed after his nose got broke, he still went out there and played. I think he uh he can you know repeat that. He can still give what he normally been giving. He don't seem phased. He seemed to have like that warrior mentality. So I think they if they can you know get a another game one performance from all those guys, they can take a uh, they can take the game away. Take the game away on Portland Force. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'm going Kawhi. I'm going with Toronto on the road to win this game. Like I said, when we started this when we started this series on the playoff run, this series right here, I told you I'm sticking with Toronto to win this series in five. I feel like Philadelphia cannot come out and duplicate this game again. Um, they, you know, one thing I noticed going to the Philadelphia, listen to their to their sports page too. You know, just you know, listen for different stuff out there, see what I can find. One thing I noticed, they say Joel and B get worked on every other other week about his back and his legs. So to let you know, he's he's injured, he's hurt, he's not the same. Right. So I need Marcus Saul to play like the tank, put some armor back on, paint it back up. I want to see him get back out there and play that Marcus Saul inspired basketball when he brought to Memphis. Now, if he can give you 15 points and 10 rebounds and seven assists, man, it's a wrap. It's a wrap because Marcus Saul can shoot threes. He can take you off the dribble. He can put you in the post. He can hit free throws and he can get the team involved. So if he can get that going, uh, listen to this, Marcus. I'm sound crazy. I'm gonna say the X factor of this game. I kid you not. Don't be surprised if Kyle Lowry come out tonight, guns blazing, and go for 25 points tonight. With the win. He got it in him. He got it in him. I think Kyle Lowry's gonna have a big game. I think he'll go for 25 plus. I think he'll hit four threes and he Danny Green is gonna step up too. We don't get no three or four points from Danny Green. Danny Green gonna have like 15 points. I'm going with the Raptors to win this game big on the road. I'm giving the Raptors a 15 point edge in Philadelphia to put another crack in that bell. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm uh I'm gonna agree with you on that one. <laughs> I'm gonna agree with you on that one. <laughs> So with that said, I think we're gonna uh, close it out. Uh, get these games on. Tay got to get to work. I got to get to work. So after hours live from Man Cave, this your host Tay Wicks. This your co-host Mark Senior. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Yay! Thank you for listening to After Hours Live from the Man Cave Podcast. If you would like to hear more from me and my man Tay Wiggs, please go to your favorite podcast listener and subscribe to us. We are just about everywhere nowadays. We're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts. So if you like what you hear, subscribe to us to hear more. Oh, and before I go, please also hit up our Anchor profile page that's anchor.fm forward slash after hours live from the man cave and click that little purple button that says support this podcast and help us out. Peace.